Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Broadcasting live. What's up, everybody? How's it going? I am your host for this show. My name is Brian Little, and you are listening to your favorite blockhead, the only podcast in the podcasting world that can somehow incorporate the Peanuts comic strip one minute and then be talking about MMA and Warriors Inside the Octagon the next. And I apologize up front if I sound a little bit rushed. And there is one explanation for that is because at 11 a.m., 9 a.m. Pacific time, the Dos Leprechauns are going to be putting out a new podcast that's going to be live on Facebook. And I want to make sure that I get a chance to check that out. So I want to go ahead and make sure that I get my my podcast out there for you guys to listen to. So again, if I do seem rushed, it isn't intentional. It's just I want to be able to catch the show. And I found out about it last night. So at this point, with my summer schedule, which consists of not a whole lot, and not a whole lot of get there as quickly as you can, it's it's a lot more on the chillax side of everything. So I'm going to go ahead and make sure I get my show in there for you guys to listen to. As I start, I want to talk to you about something. Those of you that are considering podcasting, if you want to start interviewing guests and you are considering using Skype, I have one word for you. Don't. Say no to Skype and say yes to Squadcast.fm. Squadcast is about making it easier for you and your guests to spend time having meaningful conversations without compromising quality on a remote conversation. All you got to have is your laptop, have Squadcast.fm, be able to use their site and be able to get your guests into the green room. Whenever you hit record, it will save your shows. It's the best thing I've ever done with guests from my show. I've done it with the Yogi's Podcast Network. I've done it with Brother Sin. And will continue to use it from this point on for any of my interviews for my guests. They will be invited into the green room on squadcast.fm. So if you go to that link up for podcast, look in my link, look at the blog, look at the link that's there, click it. Take a look at squadcast.fm. Yes, it is $19.99 a month to be able to get the full package. It is worth it. Never had any problems with Squadcast.fm. I say it's the best recording for remote podcasters on the market today. So consider using Squadcast.fm. And now we move on to the show. If you look at the title, the title for this show is Confronting the R-Word. Quite frankly, the little redhead girl was very nervous about me doing this particular podcast but something inside of me just told me i need to share this with my friends i need to share this with the podcasting world i need to show where i stand 
and I need to share why I want to confront this R word. I'm sure if you think about it enough, you'll be able to figure out what word in the English dictionary I'm talking about. Our scripture for the day is Psalm 84. Happy is the man whose strength thou art, O Lord, whose heart is a highway to thee. When I look at this, I am aligning it with what is written in scripture. When I look at somebody just as Martin Luther King, I do not judge by the color of the skin. I judge by the content of the character. As of this year, we have now hit the 25th anniversary of the crime of the century. If you are not sure what I'm talking about, we have hit the 25th anniversary of the O.J. Simpson trial. There is a podcast that has come out. There are only about four episodes on it as we speak called Confronting O.J. The podcaster is Kim Goldman herself. It is a pretty intense podcast, and it has me hooked. When I started listening to these interviews and seeing how possibly, if somehow the stars align perfectly in our galaxies, then possibly Judge Ito might be a potential guest in the future, but not currently since he is currently... I want to say he's serving pro bono on a case since he has retired from being a judge, but again, I'm going to get those facts a little bit skewed if I just share them straight from what I know. But because of that, I went to Netflix, this was a couple of days ago, and the little redhead girl and I sat down and we started watching the 2016 series on Netflix. The People versus O.J. Simpson. I am not telling you you have to go watch this show. I support freedom of speech, freedom of choice, and freedom of entertainment of your choosing. However, I would strongly encourage you to at least watch the final episode. The closure there are plenty of actors from Hollywood that just don't fit the role. When I look at Robert Kardashian on this show, all I see is Ross from Friends. When I look at Bob Shapiro, all I see is John Travolta. I believe that there are a few of them that did an exceptional job. Cuba Gooding Jr. played a fantastic O.J., I believe that Marsha Clark was played exceptionally well. I believe that Johnny Cochran was played exceptionally well. I believe the gentleman who played the part of Chris Darden did an exceptional job. Judge Ito was almost an exact replica, an exact look-alike in this series. So when I am talking about confronting the R-word, I hope you have figured out that I am talking about the word race. And the reason I share that is when you look at the verdict, even 25 years later, this is one of those incidents where Blockhead has to pick a side. I pick the side of evidence. 
However, if you watch, I'm not going to give away every bit of the dialogue if you go and watch this episode. I'm leaving that to you, the audience. If you go and look at the final episode after the verdict, there is a moment where Johnny Cochran and Chris Darden are alone. And Johnny praises Chris for his hard work. And if this is depicted accurately, Johnny says something along the lines to Chris that he wants to accept him after this is all said and done. He wants to accept him back into the community. Would somebody please explain to me when, where, and how Chris Darden in the O.J. Simpson trial washed off his skin color? Please explain to me why he has to be accepted back into the community. And Darden cuts him off and says, I know what this is about. This is not about justice. This is about payback. The verdict of the Rodney King trial was still an open wound on the entire California community, especially in Los Angeles. You can just go back and watch all of those who filled the streets. You can see the emotion. You can cut the anticipation and the racial discrimination with a knife on both sides. And then you look at it and go, if the jury, this is all hypothetical, if the jury had said that O.J. was found guilty, don't you believe that the riots all through the nation, especially in Los Angeles, would have been three to five times worse than what happened in the 1992 L.A. riots. Instead, you had a celebration, for the most part, not through the entire nation. You had shock, you had dismay, you had disgust, and the emotions are still there. 25 years later. Because if you look at Twitter, O.J. Simpson is coming out with a video to, quote, set the record straight. Then there is another side in Boycott that are tuning into Kim Goldman's podcast. Y'all know when you listen to me that I have embraced podcasting. There was a time in my life that I spent time on the stage. There is a time currently to be able to not only be a storyteller, but be able to keep my house and be able to keep the lights on that I am a teacher of United States history. I do not have the privilege of sharing contemporary American history. I could imagine a discussion of this magnitude in a college setting or even a high school setting today. So when, it's, when I say I pick a side, that does not mean that my curiosity is not there for the Twitter videos that will come out for O.J. Simpson. Again, I ask you to watch the scene with Johnny Cochran and Chris Darden. It is well acted. It is well depicted. And Darden said all of this is payback for the injustices that have been inflicted upon on the American the African-American community, especially since the verdict of Rodney King. O.J. Simpson was the first black defendant of this magnitude 
to walk free. And anybody can watch Johnny Cochran twisting the narrative into the best spin job in the history of our courts when our courts are supposed to be the great levelers. You know very well that this case stopped becoming about the law and about the evidence and about Nicole and Ron. They became sacrificial lambs, unfortunately and truthfully, if you look at the entire story. So again, my encouragement to not try to persuade you too much on the R word. My encouragement is to go to Netflix or go to whatever device you have, find the People vs. O.J. Simpson, and at least watch the last episode. I will be tuning into the podcast quite often for Confronting O.J. It's getting me a few extra points on my pod coin, and it has my intention. We didn't stop watching this show until 1.30 in the morning. We had to see every single episode afterwards. There were a lot of moving parts and elements I didn't know just as a kid growing up. And you can see how the justice system's hands are tied when this became about the R word. Now, is this a bold statement of mine? I leave that to my listener to decide. If you want to trust me wholeheartedly, maybe that's your downfall. Maybe you should reconsider that. But one thing you can consider as I take this into another R word in just a few minutes as we talk about how I could possibly get you a little bit of extra money in your pocket. Yeah, I happen to have an affiliate relationship with a group that can get you free gift cards just by doing what you normally do on your phone all the time. I want to talk to you a little bit about Swagbucks, the largest online reward site that gives free gift cards to its members for their online activities, such as taking surveys, such as shopping, such as searching the web, watching videos, movie trailers, playing games. You can receive free gift cards, and if you sign up through my link through the podcast today, you will get $5 immediately as a bonus for being a new user of Swagbucks. Please consider putting a few extra gift cards in your pocket for Target and Starbucks today by using Swagbucks. And a thank you from your favorite blockhead. And now we move on to a different type of R word. The word is redemption. And if anybody for tonight's fights would be seeking redemption... Now, 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 let let me start with one thing just to say this. Earlier I mentioned about O.J., there's a very last scene where he's looking at him, his um, his statue out in his backyard. And you wonder if he's thinking, is there a chance for redemption? Because let's not, let's, kid, let's not kid ourselves. In MMA, unlike some of the other sports... Okay, I, I feel like I'm just kind of... Again, I'm not trying to speed up too much. I'm definitely looking forward to those leprechauns, so maybe that's why I'm mixing up my words here a little bit. But as I start with... So many people ask me, how come you don't consider going back into community theater anymore? You don't play any kind of parts. Because that was a closed chapter in my life. I don't feel like being the annoying guy 
on Friday nights that has graduated, that is in college, or maybe a grown man that is still coming back to the stands on a Friday night, sitting there watching a football game, still wearing his letter jacket. It's annoying and it's pitiful, and you know what I'm talking about, and it happens all the time in sports where they come back and they criticize the ref, they criticize the students, and they talk about back in my day. Hey, your days are over. Your time has passed. You still have not closed that chapter, and it's pitiful to see. So when I was done with theater in high school, that was a closed chapter in my life. I didn't want to keep going. Now, did I go back to some of the performances? Yes, But it wasn't to sit there and criticize from the seats. It was to watch a show and see that the torch had been passed on to somebody else who has their time to shine. It's something I've always thoroughly believed in. One day that will happen when I retire from teaching as well. There's something unique about podcasting where you don't have to really pass the torch on to somebody unless I guess I sell my my domain or my brand, which I don't see that happening anytime soon. But nonetheless... It becomes annoying to see people who don't close chapters in their lives. And unfortunately, that happens a lot with athletes. I refuse to be an annoying athlete in the stands on Friday nights. But there has to be that question when OJ is looking at that going, I can't get back on the field and get my redemption ever again. Could I get my redemption in the society that I've chosen to live in in Brentwood? Could I start there again Hard to answer that. Of course, we have another verdict in 2008 where he does get held guilty. Was supposed to get 33 years in prison, and of course, he's out on parole now. He's going to, quote, set the record straight. And anyway, I don't want to digress too much far back into OJ. I have to get to the discussion of redemption. And if there's anybody that needs the redemption tonight, I would think, for those that have a short-term memory, then that person would have to be who is fighting tonight. Korean zombie, Chong Zong-yong, who had one of the greatest fights, in my opinion, in recent history. When Yong versus Yair Rodriguez. Now, unfortunately, he caught the bitter end of that one in that fight for having the knockout by elbow in the last second of the fight. We go five rounds, Yair comes around and catches him, And again, knockout of the century in my mind. So if anybody would be looking for redemption tonight, it would be Korean Zombie in his fight. Possibly if we move back towards Bellator, anybody who's looking for redemption would probably have to be Paul Daly, since he'll be fighting Eric Silva, since he fell off of the welterweight Grand Prix wagon. So Paul Daly would probably be looking for that as well. But also we have a very interesting match at the very top. Rafael Lovato Jr.'s birthday is today, so not necessarily needing redemption, but it would be amazing to be able to say that he had the accolades of being able to knock out possibly the most dangerous and possibly the best fighter on the MMA card in Bellator today, Gegard Masasi. Why do I say that? Because of his ability to knock out Rory McDonald. Rory McDonald and Douglas Lima are showing that they deserve to be in the main event of the Welterweight Grand Prix, and Rory has not lost the strap. Whether he wins or Douglas Lima wins, we find out who deserves the title. 
And I always believed that Royer McDonald was one step above the competition in the entire welterweight Grand Prix. Well, we saw that Gegar Masasi cleared him up, cleaned him up in the cage pretty quick. Didn't take him long to do that. So when I look at who was the flagship fighter for the longest time, yes, for Bellator, it's been Michael Chandler. I guess if anybody could get some redemption, it would be him after he's lost his title to Patricio Pitbull, who got his redemption over Michael Chandler. So if I look at the top three, I have to put Michael Chandler up there. I have to put uh, Rory McDonald up there. But just above them, I have to put Gegard Masasi. So if Rafael Lovato Jr. can pull off the birthday wish of the year for anybody to be able to pull out this victory, it's going to be a lot of fun to see that. So that's the only word that I have for the current fights that are going on in UFC and Bellator as we speak currently today. I feel like, again, if this is not one of my best works, Blockhead Nation, I apologize. But again, part of it is because I want to support my friends. I'm looking forward to the Dos Leprechauns show. You'll be seeing that coming up on iHeartRadio and on iTunes pretty soon once it gets displayed. So again, thank y'all for tuning in as always. We're getting close to episode 100. Still waiting for some comments and for some suggestions on what you fans would like to hear, what the listeners want to have coming out of episode 100. We've hit 36% of the goal. We're almost to 90 so that we can finally get your favorite blockhead back into the Dallas On Air studio and be able to match the price of my friend Jansen. But if you are not interested in any of those other things, I want you to consider going to check out my friends at Five Finger Tees. You know I always talk about them. You know that I've talked about the Great Pumpkin Bleeder t-shirt. That would be a suggestion of mine. They have best-selling shirts. They have a mass selection of pop TV, pop, uh, pop culture, movie TV, culture-inspired, and ridiculously funny t-shirts that simply won't break the bank. They give you the customer the greatest deal without having to sacrifice on any quality. And when you go to Five Finger Tees, after you've got your t-shirt, make sure you include the promo code 5OFF to get 5% off of your purchase at Five Finger Tees. And that's all I've got for you guys today. I appreciate your time. This has been your favorite blockhead, and we will see you the next time around. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.